0: Yes, people, it's episode 227 of Darren Griffith's Brain Dumping. It's me, Darren Griffiths. Obviously, how are you doing? It's late on Sunday. It's 20 past 11 Um recording. I come back from a gig, uh, the fourth gig of the weekend. had gigged on Friday down in Lewisham. I gigged Saturday in Vauxhall and Surbiton. And then I gig today in Hackney. Acne. Um Yeah. I had a lot of fun this weekend. I mean, the last gig I just did in Hackney was the best one, by far, in terms of my performance. I mean, I did well at Vauxhall. Um, I think I did well on Lewisham, but not great. I think Murder, whereas I felt like today in Hackney, went really well. The first one I felt where I had the kind of groove back and I was in autopilot on stage, which is nice to get back to that feeling because since coming back it's just felt a bit fraudulent in the sense of um, you talk you know how to be a comedian like I know how to be a comedian uh, I know my material but I wasn't feeling it I was just saying it and you no know, it's almost like I was doing an act of being me I was acting like me rather than just being me if that makes sense um, so yeah you just feel a bit out of sorts whereas today was the first time it was like when well, I'm in I'm in the floor of things. Someone shouts something out from the crowd. I, I came back with something. Um I'm just bouncing around the joke and stuff. So things was different things as it came to my head and been able to say it rather than just locked in on my material and just saying it word for word. So it was nice. It was nice. Nice to see some people that I had not seen before, nice to see some people I haven't seen before in mean, ages. Um across the weekend. So yeah, a lot of a lot of gigging. It's just fun, man. Um what else has been going on this week as well? Um mow the lawn. Did, did, did I mow the lawn before? No. No, I was going to. I recorded just before I did it. So I had to mow the lawn today, um, in the week. Did a bit of gardening, um, which I've never done before. I cleaned the patio. It's all real home ownership, right? <laughs> but the patio looks great. I mean, considering that these uh, these patio cleaners, I'm not sure if they're a reputable company. Um, I'm not going to cast any aspersions. Um, what can I say, though? That won't get me cancelled. I can't get cancelled. Um, put it like this. I imagine if they like boxing, they would like Tyson Fury. Make of that what you will. Um, <laughs> But yeah, these guys are just knocked on the door, go, oh, we'll clean your path for you. And I was like, nah. Well, I didn't say nah. I'm very bad at, um, at being put under pressure in sales. Because um, I generally want to hear you out, because I know I tend to go against my instinct and my prejudice. So when someone who I think would be a Tyson Fury fan knocks on your door and says, we can clean your path, clean your driveway, um, you naturally want to go, no, you're trying to rob me, no. Um... But then I was like, oh, how much? And you're saying how much it was, saying it's the end of the day. And I was like, mm need to hear the price. And then in my head, I had a price set in my head. Because remember, you've knocked on my door. It's like um, double glazing salespeople. You know, you can't trick me into a sale. I, I wasn't looking for double glazing. You knocked on my door, told me I need it. So here's how much I wanted to spend on it. Can you do it for that price? Usually they can't. So you just pick a ridiculous price. This guy quoted... He said, how much would you want to pay for us to clean your patio? And I was like, 50 quid. And he was like, okay, I'm at 150. I'm at 150. I can bring it down to 110. And I was like, 50. He's like, look, all right, look, I can do it for 80. 80 is literally the lowest I can do it for. And I was like, that's a shame because it's 50. And he's like, no, I can't do it, man. I was like, it's okay. It's okay, you can't do it. It's all right. Maybe another time. <laughs> And he had to leave. He, he knew he won't do it for fifty. Um, yeah, I'm happy I didn't pay him because all I needed was a broom and some water. Come out looking amazing, mate. Um, Learn how to kill some weeds as well. On looked online. Uh, you don't need to use any harmful pesticides. You could just use, I um, mean, really harmful weed killers. Just use hot water, boiling hot water. Little trick for you there to kill um, to kill weeds. Try it worked for me makes more wilt and diet and just pull them out and bang it's gone so yeah that was my that was my um oh rake i bought a rake as well it's real just home boring home stuff it was funny on saturday one of the comedians made a joke saying that you know you're older and you have garden shoes and i just burst out laughing because that's exactly what i had done just before i got to the gig so you have garden shoes because literally just a pair of shoes that sit by the back door, and I was like, That's exactly where my garden shoes are. <laughs> you are telling my life, but um, but yeah, so doing that domestically and so building more uh baby equipment as well, and um, yeah, that's it really, that's what I've been doing in my life, but what has been going on in the world? Nothing about my life, what about the world? What's been going on there? Here's what's been going on. Um, I guess, at the beginning of the week, I was following the Natalie, Natalie, you know, out of all the names to mess up. Uh, this woman has the same name as my wife. Um, Naomi Osaka, I was following that fiasco of her dropping out of the French Open through, well, she didn't drop out through her own mental health stuff, what well, it was, what she didn't want to do the press. Um, after you know, if, uh, um, Roland Garros at the French Open, she wouldn't do the press um, because she said it was detrimental to her mental health and she didn't see the benefit of it. And she told them that you know, I know that I'm meant to do it, so I'm willing to take the punishment and pay the fines. Uh, the French Open they reacted by saying, nah. Um, although we've got it written down that if you don't do your press, you pay the fines. What we're now saying is if you don't do your press, then we may just kick you out of the tournament for continuously, continually not doing your press uh, obligation. So that seemed a bit heavy-handed. Then the other Open, so you've got the, although they call it the UK Open, Wimbledon, the US Open and the Australian Open, they all came together and said, yeah, you'll be banned from all of these if you don't do your press obligations. So knowing yourself, do you know what? Seems like a lot of fuss. I didn't want to cause a distraction. How about I just drop out of the tournament? And then, um. and then obviously you just get some people on one side going, you're being spoiled. It makes you laugh though. Like whenever the mental health thing, people have to die. The same people die is when we take mental health seriously. Because while she's alive, there are some people, granted, there's a lot of voices on either side. Some people are going, yep, eh, fair enough, it's a mental health. But I'll be like, hey, you're paid X amount, it's part of your job, stop being spoiled, do your press stuff. Um, it's a tough one, really, because I guess if you sign an agreement to... I just realised I'm um, leaning on my mic. If you sign an agreement to do the press stuff, I can understand why people feel like you should have an obligation to do it. But listen, you've written it down in... In the documentation, here's the punishment for not doing it And she was willing to accept that punishment So why would you then change the punishment more When you didn't, it's because what, it wasn't doing enough It's kind of like the people who beat their kids But then because their kid's not crying They then beat them with something else And they're to the point where now you're beating them With like a flipping broom And it's kind of disproportionate to what the actual You know, infraction was to cause the discipline See what I mean? Because they don't seem affected by what you've written down as a law. It'd be like, um, it'd be like if you went to a nightclub and, you know, after 10, no entry. You get there at ten fifteen. You go, mm. all right, I accept. I can't, can't get in. They go, no. He says no entry after 10. You go, right, fair enough. That's okay. He like, oh, what? He's okay not coming in, is he? Is he not, why is he not trying to beg to come in? Oh, all right. Let's kick the shit out of him in the alleyway. <laughs> it's just like, you've gone too far of your punishment. So, I don't know, my view on it is a bit, like I understand the obligation, but I'll like just describe you've already got a punishment in place and they've accepted that. then that's it, that's the end of discussion. But, but then, no. Now, is it racism? Uh, I don't know if it's racism. Who knows? But for me, I think it's a thing of, When it comes to athletes, you know, because they get paid a lot, they don't get a lot of sympathy from Joe Public. But at the end of the day, these organisations that have these professional athletes make more than the professional athletes. Remember, they're paying them, so they need to have more money than them. And it always just seems like people are beholden to the press, the media. Why? Because the media are the vehicle that can make or break whatever product you're selling. So if you're trying to sell the French Open and the media decide, no, we're against you. You better act in the way that's in the media's interest. Now, if the player is saying, I don't want to talk to the media, then the media are going to be like, the media aren't going to be writing things and no, oh, well, you know, that's fair. No, we do ask horrible questions. No, 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 no. You can't go against the media. Because they will mess you up, man. And, um, I know, I just think that. I think if you are. but. But I do get why there's an obligation. I'm going, I'm going around in circles. Each time I say it, I get why they need to actually do the press thing. And so the punishment's there for them not doing it. So yeah. Too hard. But I think about the Venus William video. She came out and said that the way she deals with the rubbish questions from the press is that she knows none of them can ever play tennis to the level she can. So they can't hold a flame to her. And that's how she gets through of- the the interviews which I think fair enough I respect the confidence um, and then, then from seeing that video someone posted on Twitter a video of her when she's younger being interviewed um, when she's 14 and, and the guy goes oh you, you think you could beat her? And she said yeah like, and he goes why? and he goes and says, I think she said because I just think I can I believe in myself and then the guy's like, but why are you so confident? <laughs> now, me and my wife had this debate about whether there was an undertone to that. Now, she has no context of, I guess, who Venus Williams is at that stage in her career. To her, she just saw that someone's being very confident. They're asked, why are you so confident? She thought, that's a valid question. Uh, I agree, in that respect, it's a valid question. If someone's being confident about something you ask them why they're so confident um but then if that person is uh 14 they're a professional i mean yeah i guess it i guess if you're new she's she was a new professional so it is interesting to ask why you're so confident um but a dad interjects richard interjects and starts having a go at the interviewer Go look she says she's confident why are you probing at her he needs to protect his daughter from having her confidence knocked or eroded. And I understand that. Um, but then the part of me does think, actually, if he a valid question, then that's a chance for her to display, you know, a true, authentic sense of confidence. Not saying she doesn't have that. Um, but imagine this guy's probed and he's asked, and then she just answers again in a different way. Then, yeah. Then it really just shows that I'm fully confident. You know, you can keep asking in different ways, but I'm confident about how it's gonna go. Now, granted, if he does keep asking, then it does seem like it's a bit of an agenda. Because I will someone, why are you so confident? You know, it's, you know, it's like, we've, we've all seen it. You know, you have seen like a really ugly person that doesn't really have much going on in their life, and they're so confident. And you do sit there questioning yourself, like, why is he so confident? I mean, as a guy, we always think if they're that confident, they have a massive wang. But if, um, (laughs) other than that, if it's not visible, you're like, why is this person so confident? You ask the question, because in your mind, you've built up an idea that this person shouldn't be as confident as they are based on what they have. So I guess that was what the tone is, how uh, Venus's dad took the the line of questioning, that he felt like she shouldn't be that confident. Well, maybe she's fourteen-year-old professional. Maybe she shouldn't be. But you don't. You there's not many winners in the world who aren't confident, right? So and hey, four years later she won her first Open. She won two Opens in her eighteenth in year, as in being eighteen years old. So you know, confidence without talent is arrogance. But if you've got talent and you're confident, then you're gonna get results. You're gonna get results. And um, I feel that Williams family household must have just so much confidence running through it, right? Because I was trying to explain to my wife, like you understand who Venus is at this stage. She's a black girl from Compton. Tennis is not so much now, but still is a very elitist sport. You know, it's, it's, it's not, you don't you see working class people playing tennis, tennis courts, in working class areas are on the same court as the basketball court, the the football the fiver side, netball, it's all on the same plot of concrete. Yeah? So good luck. Good luck trying to erect a tennis net and it doesn't get nicked. You know what I mean? Good luck trying to erect a tennis net and then you know, ten guys then just come into the cage, go, now. we're playing football now. Bring the net down. You know? So, to have these two black girls from Compton, and the second one, the first one came and she was good, Venus is amazing, and I think people forget how good Venus was, just because her little sister is arguably the greatest female tennis player ever, arguably. So yeah. So so it's good to see other professionals back in Naomi Osaka, but just an interesting fiasco though like, I don't know would you would you do your press obligations I think I would I think I'll just go there, didn't know comment stuff because they do it in football as well like managers will be fined if they don't do interviews after the game but I guess that's part of the, the big television money that comes in that's, that's the part and parcel of that if we're going to pay you this amount of money per season then hey Come talk to us. You have to talk to us. So I guess the same with the tennis thing. If they're getting paid by these media agencies, that yeah, they don't want their money or broadcasters and stuff. That if they've paid for the rights of you know show the tennis, they don't want their money. So when their money's worth, So yeah, okay, now I get it. I get why the press are so houndish about getting their interview. But yeah. I don't know. Anyway, what's been going on in the world? Um, oh yes, of course. Cool. So in the in the world of sport, uh, Mayweather's is fighting Logan Paul. This is this is the biggest farce ever. Like Mayweather versus McGregor was a nonsense. Anyway, a professional boxer versus a. We need to just break it down to what it is: a professional boxer versus someone who is not a professional boxer. Fighting at the Art of Boxing. Lo and behold, the boxer won. Now, this one is um, a professional boxer, or former professional boxer, but still arguably one of the best ever to do it, with a fight record of 50 and 0, maybe 49 and 0. If, are we counting the McGregor fight? If we are counting 50 and 0. Uh, at one time, the greatest pound-for-pound boxer... He is going to be fighting a YouTuber whose fight record has zero wins. The guy lost to KSI. How are you going to go from losing to KSI to now fighting Floyd Mayweather? Like, please, can someone compute that for me? And getting a big payday for it as well. That makes no sense. Nothing about your... It shows there's no meritocracy here. This is pure... I don't know what this is I don't know what it is, but there's no meritocracy I mean I don't want to see Mayweather come out with retirement to fight other boxers either but watching him beat up a YouTuber he's going to smash his head off um, even if this YouTuber is bigger than him but I guess it's the same Mayweather draw though right that all the logic says that the professional boxer beats the guy who's not a fighter in the boxing match But the Mayweather factor is, if you love Mayweather, you want to see him win. And if you don't, you want to see him get knocked out. And could you imagine if Logan Paul knocks out Floyd Mayweather? And that is how you get drawn into watching this stupid shit show fiasco of a sporting contest. (laughs) Am I going to stay up and watch it? Not a chance. Will I watch it on YouTube? The highlights? Yes, very much. Um, very much uh, I'll need to watch it because I just need to see how this spectacle ends but it's just silly it's exhibition stuff it reminds me of this nonsense like Jesse Owens racing horses it's just like what are we watching here like what are we doing who enjoys this I mean but it won't be the first at mismatch You obviously, do you see that 17 year old girl push a bear off a wall She sprained her finger. I mean, that is what will happen if you're pushing... I don't know how much a bear weighs. Like, what? I actually don't know. £300? She just shoved the bear off the wall. Because why? Because her dogs were in danger. Now, here's the thing. I understand people love their animals and their pets. But I'm telling you now, uh, if that was my pet... And there was a bear ready to swipe Its face off I don't have a pet anymore The pet's gone The bear ate it Okay, that That's what just happened I mean even if it was Like my wife Or my baby Yeah let's say it's my wife now Pregnant with my baby I'll never think about it I wouldn't be diving straight in Like this woman did for a dog, no, like, I'll, they'll be weighing it up, like, oh, it's a bear, like, shit, I'm upset, I'm tense, I'm conflicting, but there's going to be a part of me that looks around just to see if maybe there's someone else who's more equipped to fight the bear, <laughs> oh man, but I respect, I respect her bravery, I mean... If you do own a pet, you are meant to see it as a part of your family. And if you do see it as a part of your family, one of your kids, then I guess you would be protective over it like it's one of your kids, right? And if there was a bear literally about to swipe your kid's face off, you'd have to fight the bear, right? So, I don't know, man. It's funny thing of bears. I know of one bear you're meant to lay down and play dead. And there's another bear that you're meant to climb up a tree. There's another bear. I know of all bears you run zigzag. But one bear you meant to play dead and the other bear you meant to try and make yourself as big as possible. All right? imagine that. One you have to make as big as possible, one you have to play dead, and guess what? I cannot remember which one. I think maybe I taught myself brown, brown bear, play dead, called brown bread, dead. I wonder if that's worked let's see let's see if that's worked um let's see let's see uh, how to survive bear attack jesus my google let's let's reveal how nuts my google is so i wrote how so first suggestion is how... Oh, now that's a timed one. But it was last night I searched with hows. How to repair kitchen cabinet door hinge holes. So how, how to... Um, then now it comes with suggestions. Survive... Uh, a zombie apocalypse. And then how to survive a tsunami is the two recommended searches. So how to survive a... Bear attack! Bear attacks Just come. This Google shit's weird, right? Mm. Never searched it before, but there it is how to survive a bear attack. All right before I click, before I click on that, let's play another game. Let's um, let's pick something random. Okay. Actually, now I've got something on my table, but that's in my house, and if my wife's ordered it, then I know that our, you know, like our IP address is in our phones. Bounce off the same Wi-Fi, so they know we're close to each other. So they know all that data, not about the microphones. They just know that these these two phones are always near each other. These two are in a relationship. They know that when I when my phone goes to Tesco, I use the same club card that's linked to linked to her account, which spends money from our joint bank account. So then it, the IT the, they know it's linked, they know we're linked, so I can't use that. I've got to find something random that I've never mentioned before, never thought about. Oh, this is why i just need someone else in the room just to say a random thing. Um, No, I'm looking at everything in my house, but these, these are things that the internet knows, I've touched, I've made contact with. Mm, what, what did I see today? I saw, uh, um, oh, I saw a septum piercing. I saw a septum piercing. So let's type in the words, does it hurt to get my septum pierced? Right, so let's go. So that's random enough, right? So, see, does boiling water kill weeds? That's the last search did. Does, does burping break wudu? I don't know what we'll do is, um, does a, now does it hurt? Does it snow in Australia? Does it hurt to have sex? Does it rain on Mars? Brilliant. <laughs> does it hurt to have sex, to get braces, to having the tooth pulled out, to have a tooth pulled out? Okay. Maybe they know they've got a dentist appointment coming up in a month. uh Does it hurt to get your ears pierced, oh, it's getting there, hurt to get your nose pierced, your braces braces off, your ears pierced, does it hurt to get your, I'm looking for septum, your ears, nose pierced, tongue pierced, belly button pierced, so yeah, see, he's not listening to you, but I've typed an S. And it's septum pierced, stomach pumped, smiley pierced, second ear pierced. Right, see ya. Anyway, what was I looking at? Bear attacks. How, <laughs> how to survive um, a bear attack? Here's the thing, right? I can't lie guys. I love seeing humans getting attacked by animals. I'm gonna be honest with you. I find that just some of the funniest shit ever. Only when obviously the humans in the animals' habitat, like that's just hilarious to me. Um, or if the animals in a zoo and it goes animal. When so if so, if the animals in an unnatural place like a zoo, circus, an animal goes animal. Love that shit. Don't find it funny if like someone's in a garden and then a the bear jumps over the fence and attacks. Them. Like that's that's not funny. That's that must be horrible. But if someone is like walking through the forest and they see a bear. You know that kind of stuff or they go to like a emu sanctuary and they stand too close to the fence and the emu just pecks the back of their heads grabs their hair it's just it's like that that's just wonderful anyway how to survive a bear attack there you go What well, i say brown bread play dead but here it is the short one is if it's brown lie down if it's black fight back Seems racist, but um, <laughs> but yeah, and then how to distinguish between the bears. Brown bears have the long face, tall ears, no bump, no hump on the back, whereas brown bears have a short face and uh, short ears. But yeah, how to survive a bear attack. Um, so yeah. But imagine getting that wrong. This is the thing. Like, I remember that now because I'm chilled out in my house. But if I'm in the woods, I'm about to get attacked by a bear, a brown bear or a grizzly bear, as they're called, um, am I even going to be able to identify that bear at that moment? Am I going to be able to keep calm enough to like, oh, it's a brown bear, play dead? Or am I going to shit myself, scream, anger the bear, and then the bear just comes and mulls my face off? regardless of which bear it is you know what i mean because even if it's a black bear and i'm meant to face it up and fight it i'm still going to run scared but i do know that you're meant to run in a zigzag that's what you're meant to do um let's see so encountering a grizzly um always carry bear spray no i don't i don't have any bear spray on me Um, if you, if you suspect bears in the area, make noise, sing, talk to yourself, etc. Ah, because that's the alert, the bear, bear doesn't get startled, it should move away. Um, never leave food on trail, always pick up all trash, even organic. Yeah, because they'll just be sniffing that food, sniffing your scent and following you. Um, for a black bear, follow the same instructions. Um... And add bells to your pack as well. All right, fair enough. So you're just jingling about. Um, Encountering a grizzly. Okay, so walk away slowly. Don't run. Retrieve bear spray. Be prepared to spray bear, ideally at a distance of around 25 feet. Uh, Be as non-threatening as possible. Make yourself smaller. Avoid eye contact. Um, So the thing that stands out to me there is... uh, it's bear spray. Like, what what is in bear spray? Like, what happens if you spray a human with bear spray? Would they just melt? Like, what, what's in it? Or is it like just the urine of a bigger bear? I don't know. Um, encountering a black bear, don't run. Stand your ground and make yourself look as big as possible. Um, shout, wave your arms, create a commotion. Never try to climb a tree. That's it. I knew one of them could climb a tree. So black bears can climb a tree. So don't don't try to climb a tree away from a black bear. But here's the thing about grizzly bears is I think their standing height is about eight foot. So if you can scale a tree quickly, fair play. But if not, then just avoid that. Avoid that completely. Um, Then if you're charged by a brown bear, don't run, lay on the ground, play dead, protect your head and stomach and wait 10 to 20 minutes after bear leaves to get up. Are you mad? I'm just laying there for 10, 20 minutes. hope the bear isn't still there. I can't even turn my head. In case the bear's clocked. This is what humans do. He's going to play dead for 10, 20 minutes. He doesn't know I can wait it out. I have got nothing to do today. So you can lay there all day, buddy. But I'm ready to eat your face with a bit of tuna on the side. Go on. Just move. Move, you prick. <laughs> is, is that what the brown bear's doing? And the black bear, if your child's by like a black bear. Um, if child, fight back. Mm-hmm. Aim especially for the nose or other sensitive areas. The nose. Aim to punch a bear in the nose. Do you know what's just below a bear's nose? It's flipping mouth. Now, talking about boxing earlier, I, I've thrown a few punches in my life, but Never at something that I was scared would eat my hand. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, aim for sense varies Use rocks, sticks if available. Let the bear be the first to run. Jesus, nuts, so. eh? So just just remember that, guys. If it's brown. Lay down, and if it's back, fight back. There it is. I've helped you survive a bear attack. Not sure when that ever happened to you. Not sure where you're listening from, but I've just helped you. That's vital information. All right. Let's. Um, is there anything else that I had on my list? Nope. All right. Then let's get to some deer deer. Hey, 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 hey. I am tired. It's almost midnight. It's close to midnight. It's not isn't it? When a certain phrase is just instantly put a song in your head. What time is it? Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. And the dad is just like. I think that's one of the tricks of making a hit song, right? Just get a time in there. So then each that time is mentioned, people just go a bit nuts. You know, pick a good time as well. Oh, you we can just do a general good time. Celebrate good times. Come on. Um you do it like that. Pick a certain time of the year. So uh, Prince nineteen ninety nine. Then it just becomes a New Year's song. Royalties. So that's what you to do. That's we got make a hit record. Pick a time, pick a date, put that in the song. Um some easy lyrics for people to follow. Ideally no swearing. Um, and then it gets played at kids things as well that's that's a trick people um, take that from me a guy who's never produced a song in his life let alone a hit but take it from me that's the recipe kids alright anyway let's get into Dear dear. I'm chatting absolutely nonsense because uh, I can feel my eyes closing and my brain is closing at the same time um, oh yeah, Prince Harry and Meghan had a kid, Lilibet Diana, which the Twitter streets are going a bit mental for. If you like them, they're like, oh, great nod to the, great nod to his mum. That's a middle finger to the royal family, and if you're against them, you don't like Harry and Meghan, do you like, uh, God, why did they have to announce it today? It's D-Day anniversary, ugh, God, these born two days ago, why are they so bothered? If you're meant to be, if you don't want the publicity, why are you announcing this? You should give up your titles. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> these people are just nuts. But I, I'm nuts, I'm talking about it as well. Anyway. Jesus. Oh my God. Dear Deirdre. Guys, I don't think you're ready for this. I'm not, I thought I read this wrong, but I'm not ready. Dear Deirdre. My husband's been cheating on me, but we can't talk about it as he has dementia. (sighs) Oi. Shout out to mental health. But like, has this man actually been diagnosed with dementia? Is this my man trying to bang, and just trying to say he forgot. Like, he's fully still got the condom on, and he's just like, what? How did that get, me? who are you? <laughs> is he trying, oh man, let me read on. Mad. I shouldn't take the piss out of dementia, because that, that is my fear. As I've got older, and you realize that your body aches, and you know, stuff's gonna happen to your body. Um, is it one in two, one in three of us going to get cancer? Which is just one of those things that I've got in my head that I'm going to get at some point. I don't know when. no touch wood, that's not, it doesn't happen. But it's just one of those things in my head, I'm like, yeah, it's just going to happen at some point. It just does to people. Um, but Yeah. But all those things, it's just like yeah, your body's going to change, you're going to have an operation, you get scarred up and all that, you might take medication, all this stuff. But one thing I just don't want to lose is my mental faculties. Being able to interact, to be present in the room. You know, that's that's depressing. And so, um, yeah, man. So dementia, it's like you, you are your brain, you're your mind. That is you. All your concept of yourself is in there. So if you start losing memories, big chunks of yourself, then oh it's gonna be so frustrating, especially if you've got enough of yourself to remember you're not being yourself. I've seen people like suffer from memory loss and it's sad because they can you can see in their face that they've got a frustration that they can't remember something or they know they should have remembered it, but it's no, it's just not happening. Anyway. It's back to taking the piss out of this. I did this. We have stumbled across intimate emails between my husband and a woman in a secret file on his computer. But he can't. But I can't talk about it as he has dementia. Wait, right? So he has dementia. but He remembers the password to this secret file that he has. He knows how to get to that secret file, but he can't remember. He's married. I mean, this guy is probably the best player ever. What a way to get out of it! Hey, any guys listening? If you're some kind of serial cheat. You've got a new play in your playbook there. Just say you got dementia and you don't remember cheating. Or you say you got dementia, you forgot you had a wife. You know what I mean? Just deny it even happened. Like what? What? What, what mistress? It's like the one that's on your phone. Don't know who that is. <laughs> it's like the ultimate gaslight. I've got dementia. Anyway, I am 67. Uh, my husband is 71. Um, we've been married for more than 40 years. Uh, so you married at 21 and 17. Wow, brilliant. Um, we've been married for more, more than 40 years. Well, it says more than. No, it's got to be. Um, he is, but he has been diagnosed with dementia two years ago news that devastated us both he's always dealt with the family finances he was a businessman and i was never allowed to touch his computer or his phone after his diagnosis we sold our house and downsides to a bungalow to make life easier for him he hasn't been able to use the computer because of his illness but i got a nasty shock setting up the machine in our new home after stumbling across emails and photos in a secret file (laughs) ha 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 it's from it's an affair from before now I get it. He was having an affair before. He's now an old dementia-like patient. And you're now going to have to look after this guy who you found out has been cheated on you for probably a number of years. Now I get it. I wonder if he's got another family. And if he's got another family, does he remember they exist? Anyway, let's go. Um, but I've got an artist shop, um setting up the machine in our new home. After stumbling across the emails and photos in a secret file. They had nicknames for each other, Ginger and Fred, like Ginger Rogers and Fred Astaire, I suppose. In these messages, he'd praised her sexual technique and and she detailed his prowess. I called this mistress and she agreed to talk to me at her home. I felt sick hearing all all the details about their affair. She's a single woman in her late 50s and looked like a younger version of me, but she has never been married. That's a weird one. Cheating on your partner With someone that looks like your partner Like why Do you hate your partner that much That is it's like I want to sleep with you But Just someone that looks like you Not you I mean that's a good like That's a good rejection Bar though isn't it Take that one ladies yeah just uh if a guy chats you up goes, i really would like a guy like you but not you <laughs> um anyways she's younger versus me she has never been married she told me she knew all about me and their affair went on for 10 years jesus there is no point in me asking my husband anything as he won't remember he can't be out of my sight and it's totally dependent on me he can't give me answers and now I've left as his carer through though I'm burning with anger. On my bad days I feel like putting them in a home. I feel very bitter. Listen Take it from me. I will not begrudge you putting your cheating husband in a home. Have you got kids? If you've got kids, let them know that's what happened. And let them know, hey, and put them in a home. Or you tell your kids well, you take him why hey do you tell your kids hey well you take this guy because I ain't looking after him that is nuts but don't get divorced though because you know you want that money if he was if he was a successful businessman hey take your money get your money anyway um Let's see. Crippling nerves. Colleague fancies me, but he's become so shy when I come close to him. Um, dear Deirdre, the guy at work has given me all the signs that he is in love with me. Calm down, love. He's in love with you. Shut up. He might fancy you a bit, but in love with you. Fucking the ego on that. <laughs> though he hasn't talked... This is it. The guy at work has given me all the signs that he's in love with me, though he hasn't talked to me about how he feels. I'm 26 and he's 29. Uh, He seems confident at a distance but becomes shy when I come close to him. He smiles at me but acts serious when other people are around. Then he winks at me when others aren't looking. Uh, Once he shook my hand for what seemed like ages, I didn't let go either. He put his hand on my lower back as I left his office once too. And he can't seem to make any eye contact with me. Do you think he's in love with me? He hasn't said so, but I think actions speak louder than words. How do I approach him? He, he's not in love with you. He might fancy you a bit, but in love? Just, just calm it down. Yeah, just, just a little bit. You know, if he hasn't said anything though, then that's it. I mean, you could ask him out if you want. That'd be novel. But um. Yeah, I don't think he's in love with you, though, love. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, right. What that Let's... Um, ooh. I don't want my angry sister-in-law near my child. She's too temperamental. Jesus. I don't want my sister-in-law anywhere near my baby when he is born. She screams and shouts at the slightest thing. Uh, my wife is pregnant with our first child. Oh, right. It's, it's, so it's your wife's sister. I get it. My wife is pregnant with our first child. We've been trying for a long time. And I'm so happy she's pregnant. I'm a woman who's... Ooh, what? I'm a woman who's 31. Oh, you're both women. Sorry, okay, cool. Not that makes a difference. Basically, what I got scrambled on was she's a woman 31 and... Unfortunately, her husband's 33. I got confused. And I was like, wait, that's my age and my wife's age. Wait, does she not want my sister around? <laughs> I've always put that, no, I got confused. Anyway, I'm one of 31. My wife's 33. Um, her sister is 23 years younger and has always been temperamental. Her sister's 23 years younger, as in her sister's 10. I don't want sister even in my baby. She screams and shouts at the slightest thing. You know I mean, yeah, I guess that is what a 10-year-old to do. Like, that makes more sense. And uh, We've told her we don't want her kicking off around our new child and we won't allow her to be alone around our baby. Everyone agrees that won't happen. Uh, but I'm still scared for my son. My wife's family says I am wrong for thinking like this. No, nah, you're not. Just at the end of the day. I'm willing to lose a lot of friends over my child. Yeah, if I feel there's a risk to my child and someone else says, no, there isn't, and I'm out of order for thinking in a certain way, then we don't have to agree on it. Um, but we may also not need to be friends if it's something fundamental. Like, yeah, I don't want people to get so righteous by what other people do with their own kids. Like, you know, you can take it offense the reason why her family's offended or upset is because they realise that 10 year old's a bit of an arsehole and no one's addressed it. That you've come into the family going, mm, nah, don't need that nutcase near my kid. I mean, it's like when you have a dangerous dog in your house and then you have a kid, like you got to make a decision now. What are you going to keep? And you're like 38 weeks pregnant now. So it's going to, have to be the dog that goes. But some people, like I said, they're willing to fight a bear for their dog. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? They might just try and force this dog and human baby to get on. Anyway, I am falling apart. I think that's the end of the pod. Um, also, I'm gigging on Thursday in Bethnal Green at Love Shack. So you can go to the website, darrengriffiths.com forward slash geeks to see uh, see where that one is. Okay, on Thursday, um, Love Shack, I think it's near near Bethnal Green. Anyway, I am shattered, um, but I'm also Darren Griffiths, and I'm out. Peace.